Hey guys, I got great news for you if you like fantasy sports like I like fantasy sports. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app for prop bets. They have streamlined the drafting process and eliminated the need to do unnecessary hours of research by using only top-tier athletes. Instead of the traditional salary cap format, you build your lineup around a list of prop bets. For each contest, you need to choose 10 of the 20 prop bets, plus two in case of emergency picks that protect you from any late scratches or postponed games. Each unique prop bet has an over and under point value assigned to it, and you will be rewarded that point value if that prop is correct. So, for example, will Steph Curry score over or under 25 points? The less likely the prop is to occur, the more points the choice will be worth, and you build your team score around the amount of correct props you select. Guys, do me a favor. Enter promo code LAKERS upon sign-up to have your first deposit match $10 instantly, but it's a minimum $10 deposit. And you can find this on any of the app stores under Thrive Fantasy. How y'all gonna lose Kobe for LeBron? What? And Lonzo Ball? Nah, 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 nah. Step your game up, buddy. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. 24 Black Mamba, yeah, you know that we kill them. Any team stepping up, yeah, you know that we drill them. Roger Josh, Jason, really wanna know your opinion. Uh, welcome to the Lakers on Filter. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. Please don't come with that nonsense unless you talking that realness. And if you come with that bull, we let the world hear it. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. We really wanna know your opinion. We really wanna know your opinion. Uh-huh. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. Right. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. That's right. We really wanna know your opinion. Right. We really wanna know your opinion. Ah, uh-huh. please don't come with that nonsense. Please talk realness. For real. Don't talk none of that stuff that they talk about on Sports Center. None of that. Seriously. Talk that realness. For real. Please. Gonna let the world hear it. Uh. All right, Laker Nation, welcome to another edition of Lakers Unfiltered Podcast with your hosts Josh, Roger, and Jay. Today we're gonna touch a couple of topics. We got some Stephen A. Smith reports about KD, new new. Luke news about him um, pushing his member against a member of the media. <laughs> We're going to talk about the playoff pictures, our coaching vacancy, but most important, we've got a special guest, Mr. Untouchable, a.k.a. I got sources. Pew, pew, pew. Oh, wait a minute. Is he not coming? <laughs> D- hey, wait, He'll for be here later. wait for it. He'll be here for later. Wait for it. Stay tuned, everyone. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. All right. Stay tuned. You never know. Let's let's get it started with the breaking news from today. Um, since Jay went ahead and found this news and sent it out to us, we'll let Jay start it. Stephen A. Smith reporting about KD and the Lakers being the front runner. What do you feel about this, Jay? I mean, we've been hearing it all season. We had Scoop on our podcast, our lost podcast, in October, and, and he's been saying it since October. And I, I would love to have him. I think everyone else in Lakerland would love to have him. It's like an automatic trip to the finals. Yeah, KD's an instant plug. I mean, KD's a definite upgrade for the Lakers. I mean, we have probably right now 
one of the best basketball players, if not the best basketball player on the court, minus when he's getting guarded by Patrick Beverly, um, you know, in the NBA right now, you know, so why wouldn't we want him on the Lakers? My question about that is, is if you have LeBron and KD, do you think you get other players that come knowing that it's a possibility of winning the championship or do we have to keep the same core that we have um, and just kind of plug and play, um, you know, and give those guys one year contracts again and see what we can do off of that. I think, I think we'll get shooters. I mean, honestly, like we'll get the Danny green type to come play over here along with a young core like that, that if you take KD off golden state, put him on the Lakers, with our young core just this year, we're a top two, three seed in the West. Easily. And I'm not sold at this point. I mean, unless we're getting Anthony Davis and KD, I'm not sold on getting rid of that young core. I mean, because let's keep it real. Let's say LeBron in a couple of years isn't what LeBron needs to be. Let's say LeBron isn't happy next season. Then he has the possibility of, you know, leaving in the following season. Or we could trade him when he's still actually worth something but yet we've given up all of our other pivotal, you know, chips on our team being that young core. I don't say dispense them, get rid of them at all. Keep them motherfuckers. Keep them here. Let them hustle. I mean, they deserve it. Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of um, the guys that came up, like especially our G League guys, they were, you know, really proving themselves down the stretch and even giving them a chance, you know, like not renewing a Caldwell Pope's contract, not renewing Rondo's contract, not renewing Stevenson's contract and giving these guys a chance because, man, our G League team, when they were out there, they were hustling. Like everybody was giving it their all. And it's like, that's what we need. We need those young, hungry, eager, I want that big NBA contract guys because those are the guys that are going to go out there and give you, you know, they're all for the whole game rather than these guys that come in and we give them one contract for $13 million, you know, we can use that money, spend that money differently. Um, but I mean, I, man, I was thinking about it earlier when, when it was brought up and I mean, there's a lot of reports saying that the Splash Brothers are going to break up and it's like, man, where's Clay going to go? So it's like, if KD does come, do you get Clay too? Or is Clay going to go somewhere and get, want that max, that max dollar contract? Um, because, I mean, if he became a Laker, him and KD with LeBron, man, that's that's championship right there. I don't see that happening, but I would take Clay over KD because I think Clay's younger. He's plays better defense. As good as KD is, Clay's like the perfect complementary piece for LeBron. He's that shooter. He's that wing defender. He's like Danny Green on steroids. No, he's like Scottie Pippen, like – on crack. <laughs> Why they got me on drugs, bro? <laughs> because, I mean, think about it. If you're on crack and you're playing basketball, hell, I don't know. You ain't getting tired. I mean, look, look, look at Clay Thompson. I mean, he's never really had the opportunity to, to, to shine. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he'd still – that's the – okay, stop. Hold up a second. That's the one thing before we get into the, all this blah, 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 who could da, 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 da. What player is going to come to the Lakers under LeBron – that is going to want a max contract and be okay with it being LeBron's team. But that's see, here's what, the that's thing. what we need to focus on. Here's the thing. Whoever comes is going to be the savior because we shit the bed this year. We didn't make the playoffs. We weren't even close. We had injuries all around. So whoever comes 
if it's a if it's Clay, if it's KD, if it's Kyrie, they're coming in as the savior of the Lakers. They're going to get all the love that LeBron didn't get when he came here. True, I can't argue that. That's so true. And then if we make it to the finals, it's not going to be because of LeBron. It's going to be because of who came. So that's going to be another thing. Is LeBron the biggest thing? Is is LeBron gonna? since he always wants to say to what he's doing, going to be okay with one of these top three agents coming, knowing that they're going to outshine him or could possibly outshine him. You know, the ego is a, is a crazy thing, you know, especially these dudes. Um, but man, that would be a hell of a tandem. But like Jay said, I would show, I like Clay. And the thing about Clay is you, you could sign him for a long-term contract. You know what I'm saying? We could hit him with the five, six year or five-year with a six-year player option, or four-year with a five-year with a fifth-year player option, and give them a max contract, and you got somebody that's going to be the centerpiece of your team even after LeBron leaves. Um, whereas I, I don't see KD signing max con- I mean, signing long contracts anywhere he goes, whether it be here or the Knicks. I see him only signing a one-tier contract just because he's one of those players that is going to want to keep his options open. You know, <clears throat> if he goes into somewhere and he doesn't feel like he fits he's going to want to keep his options open to be able to leave that following season. And he's older. Uh, he's, he's 30. Clay's only like 26, 27. So Clay's just coming into his prime. Whereas KD is kind of at the apex right now. And he's only yep. going to go down just like, just like LeBron, you know, is on his way down. We'll have two guys on their way down. We need some guy that's still on his way up to carry the Lakers franchise into the future. Once LeBron retires in two or three years. Okay, so with that that said, that's easy money. Then let me ask you a question: Why do why are why aren't the Lakers, or we don't know what they're doing? Because again, most big trades are made, you know, and they ain't talked about. So who who's to say that the Lakers shouldn't or already aren't going full bore for Clay Thompson? Why wouldn't they? I mean, they have his father as another anchoring point. I mean, let, let's think about it. Why wouldn't they? Because that makes the most sense. I mean, Kawhi. I mean. Toronto's are doing what they need to do in the playoffs right now. I mean, yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool to pull him out, yada, yada, yada. There's all these reports that Kawhi is coming, so on and so forth. But, I mean, those are just, you know, sources, and then sources haven't proved much at this point, you know? True. I think Clay should be their first meeting, to be, to be honest. If you get Clay in a room with Magic still helping out, he's just not in an official capacity. So now there's no more tampering by Magic. He can go talk to Clay right now if he wants to, because he's not an official Laker employee. Mm-hmm. You know, like there was just there was just an interview uh, for Magic that said he still talks to Genie Bus every day. He doesn't work there anymore. So I'm good with with I. Clay already lives down here. He's got a house in Dana Point. So why not Clay? That that's the best move for the Lakers franchise right now. Yeah, definitely. I think Clay is is that move. Um, I mean, as much as I like KD, as much as I like Kawhi, um, Clay doesn't have those miles on him yet because he's always got to be that backup player. You know what I'm saying? So he's never really had to carry the team to where it's like he had to put in that extra effort on his body. Um, so he's gonna he's gonna have a couple more years you know, longer in his prime than any other guy that we get, which yeah, I, I really say, like. I say Clay's easy, you know, easy go after. I mean, easy attack. Go after Clay, lock it down, call it a day, 
you know, and, and move the hell on, you know. But hey, what do I know? And he's he's a pretty much a better version of Reggie Miller. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't need the ball in his hands. He'd come off a screen. And he's got one of the quickest releases in the NBA. Like, so you literally get him off of a screen and, you know, let one of your young guys kick it to him. And he's a money shooter. Like, that's what we need. That's what we lack this year. And he plays defense. (laughs) True. Yeah. I can't think of a better complimentary player for LeBron in that situation to give the Lakers ultimately what we need, which is – somebody that can spot up and shoot the ball that can take the emphasis off LeBron, you know, so LeBron doesn't have to do so much with the ball and is able to move off the ball to do what he needs to do. And then we still have the ability to now. now, Okay. We never want to discredit women in any situation. Let me just make that utterly a thousand percent clear here. So it's hard for me to say anything negative about this situation because automatically we're going to side with the woman. So if it seems like we're Luke bashing, it's because it's the only and right thing to do as a male. Um, but damn, perfect timing. <laughs> yeah, you, right? Like, we got rid of his ass right on time. <laughs> you you know what I hate about situations like this, though, is, like, I understand she's a member of the media, but damn it, speak up right away. I hate how, like, they wait for so long, and then it's like, you know what I'm saying? No, like, now's thinking- a good time to come out. No, I was thinking about this, bro. No, honestly, I was thinking about this. Now, I, I call – I get it. I get what you're saying. I was honestly thinking about this today while I was at work, you know. Mind you, I manage a shit ton of people at my job. It is what it is. So I was like, huh, have I ever been in a situation where maybe some of my employees feel like they can't come to me about something? Maybe. Have I ever been in a situation where I don't want to go to my boss about some shit and be like, damn, you know, da 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 Because maybe it'll make, you know, our work situation uncomfortable whatever the case may be, you know what I'm saying? Now, seeing as she had a working relationship with the Lakers and she's in the media, you know, I mean, I could see where that would probably, like, she ain't trying to fuck with her job, you know what I'm saying? And, again, it's a, it's a, it could, it could be perceived as, oh, well, she's bullshitting. Then it tarnishes her. And then she, you know what I'm saying? So she's fucked either way, I feel. Yeah, but I also think it, it makes it worse and discredits her because of how long she held it on. You know what I'm saying? How long she held on to it? Like, there's a lot of people that are like, that are gonna be thinking like, why didn't you just come forward? Or what if she did come forward? But you think the Lakers is ran by a woman, so you think that she would be able to come to Genie Bus and be like, hey, this is the situation? Or did she go to Genie Bus and the Genie Bus was like, hey, you know, just kind of keep that to yourself. Whatever you need, we got you type well, of thing. Who knows? Like, well, it. This supposedly happened when he was an assistant coach for the Warriors. This happened before he even got the Lakers job. Yeah. So if she, you know, if if she really wanted to put it out there, the best time for her to put it out there was when he got the Lakers job. Yeah. But now that maybe now that he's out of the whole Spectrum Sports family, and he's in Sacramento, like she felt more comfortable getting getting it out now. Now that she won't see him anymore. Yeah, that is a sticky situation. Literally. Yeah, and for, peop- and for people that don't know what happened or haven't seen the reports, TMZ is uh, stating that uh, this young lady is uh, claiming that Luke Walton had her come up to meet her to talk about a book that she was doing. And her and Luke had a previous friendship, you know, before, of course, you know, uh, 
and sports related. And she was going to have him write something in her foreword. So Luke invited her to his hotel room and uh, pushed her against a wall, supposedly. And uh, allegedly, allegedly, got to drop in the allegedly. allegedly. Don't get yes, allegedly. Yeah. And uh, then put his erection on her. And as she tried to leave, he grabbed her and gave her one more. Are you sure? Let her feel what he had to offer, and uh, allegedly. And then she she left. Mind you, while kissing her cheeks and all that different stuff. Yeah, good times. If you guys want to read about it, just go on TMZ. They got the whole story for you. Yeah. Yes. That's as far as we'll touch on that topic because it is all alleged. And we don't want to speak too much on that one. But let's go into let's, – let's kind of transition into the playoff picture, what's going on right now in the NBA. Has anybody been keeping up with what's going on in the playoffs? I mean, the Bucks are looking really good right now. Not gonna lie, I, I I'm not gonna pick them to win, but I see them going to the finals the way they're playing. I mean, I'm happy for the Bucks. I lived in Milwaukee for 15 years, so I've seen the good, the bad, the ugly. So I'm happy for the Bucks. And I wish them nothing but the best. But like we were saying earlier, how that team is constructed is how we would – I would definitely like to see the Lakers team constructed. They got a bunch of role players and good role players. And they're just balling. They're just putting it together. Like, if we had that, I feel like it would help us out so much more. Yeah, but then, I mean, that's that's my pick for the finals. I mean, to win the championship are the Bucks. Me and Jay were talking about that earlier and arguing about it off the cast, and uh, that, that's my choice. I, I I definitely see a young squad. Giannis is just pulling that team together. <clears throat> I don't see anybody really stopping them from doing what they need to do at this point. All right, so if we all got the Bucks coming out of the East, who do you guys have coming out of the West? It's going to be Golden State. Yeah. I don't think – but, I mean, they got the Rockets number. I think the Rockets would be the only one that would give them a run for their money. Um, but they have the Rockets number. So, it's – as long – barring any major setbacks or injuries for Golden State, it'll definitely be Golden State. Just – they're just on another level. You know, I mean, you got KD, whose coach called them out. And the next game he came out, he just went crazy. Like, he couldn't even do anything with him. So, it's going to be the same with the Rockets because the Rockets definitely don't play any defense. So, if they don't play any defense, especially with KD, he's going to go crazy. Well, here's, here's, here's the matchup problem, right? Like, the Warriors are having real trouble with the Lou Williams, Harold pick and roll. And if you, if you guys can't – if they can't stop that pick and roll – how are they going to stop the James Harden, Clint Capella pick and roll? Like, that's going to be unstoppable. That's a lob or a layup every time. I think they'll let him have it, to be honest. I think they'll let him have it, and they'll shut down everything else. Um, I mean, that's I mean, about I, all you can do. I mean, I don't really see Houston contending with that juggernaut of Golden State. I'm sorry. They've had – I mean, they've had multiple chances, you know. And, I mean, Golden State, again – you know, they're both teams are, are playoff, you know, veteran teams. You know, they all know what the hell they're doing when they get into the playoffs. 
But when you're talking Golden State, even without Boogie Cousins, who was just an addition to that already championship team, Golden State still has proved time and time again that they got Houston's number. I mean, period. I mean, yeah, you're going to give up an alley-oop. Okay, cool. That's two points. You literally have three players on that team that can shoot a three any damn time they want and hit a very good percentage of them. <laughs> okay, you changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll trade three for two every day all day long. All right. So let's go in and uh, touch a little bit on our, our coaching vacancy. I mean, I'm glad that uh, – Tyron Luke came in for an interview, and they didn't say on Friday the new Laker head coach is Tyron Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I was going to be thoroughly upset with that. Um, so I'm glad that didn't happen. Um, I really hope they wait to see until the Sixers are out so they can see, uh, you know, what the Sixers are going to do. So we can, you know, possibly go ahead. Because obviously they said our first choice is Monty Williams. I just hope that the Sixers, when the Sixers get put out, that they don't fire their coach and they're like, all right, cool, Monty Williams, like, let's go, you know, because um, I think he'll stay there. So that could, you know, be a problem. But I, I don't want Tyron Lue, man. I don't, like, that. I, I think that'll be a bad situation. I agree. I mean, I don't even, to be honest, I, I was going to sit out on this part of the cast because mm-hmm. I could give two shits about a coach right now. I really could care less. Like I was like I was, I'll say this again. We have a coach sitting on the bench. We do right now if we wanted him. But I'm the only problem with the the, the I, only problem with Brian Shaw is he's proven to not be able to win. My point is he had a chance in Indiana, he had a chance in Denver. I get it. Both times he was fired. I get it. I could that's my point is I could give two fucks, pardon my language folks about a coach right now, because if we don't have a president <laughs> and a decent one, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we need someone to steer this ship, and it needs to start up there. I, I could care less about a coach. That's why I'm saying I'm like I'm kind of right. off topic on that one. I'm like uh, I'm gonna let you guys. There's a lot of there's stuff. No, actually, stuff other people I, need to know about that, so you guys can say what you got to say. But I, I'm like, eh, eh. I mean, I, I, I I think the Lakers should go and interview as many people as they possibly can because you never know who you're going to find you, and you don't know who's going to be available after the playoffs. Someone someone could have a really bad playoff and they could get fired. Exactly. You know, it, 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 like, I, don't be so quick just to hire Ty Lue just because he is a former Laker, just because he coached LeBron. Don't be so quick to hire Juwan Howard just because he knows LeBron. Don't be so quick to hire Monty Williams just because he knows AD. There's no guarantee we're getting AD in the offseason. Not one guarantee. So we need to find the best coach for the players we have on the team. And then that's going to – that has the best system to run, no matter who it is. If we, if we go and interview 10 people and Ty Lue's the one that has the best situation for us, you know, then, then we do it. If it's Mark Jackson, we, whoever's going to make this team – play and hold everyone accountable that's who we need for this team exactly and that's what we need we need somebody that's not going to be a lebron yes man we need somebody that's going to be looking towards the future and getting the lakers where they need to be way after lebron's going to be gone you know what i'm saying so it's like i don't want somebody that is going to come in and just be a lebron yes man and then what happens when lebron is gone where do we go from there now we got to get another coach 
you know, because yeah. that's the thing about it is out of all the coaches that LeBron's had, only Spolstra is the only one that stayed after their, stayed there after LeBron's left. So I don't want – that's what we don't want, to have to go get a new coach in three or four years. Like, that'll be, that'll be horrible. Um, that's just a bad look. Exactly. So whoever we hire, it definitely needs to be for the long term. Um, so here's the problem with what they're doing right now, right? They haven't made an announcement that Rob's going to be the president of basketball operations, but we're going and interviewing coaches. Like we're doing this thing out of order. Yeah. I feel, I feel we need to go and find the president. If we're going to get one, great. If we're not, then we need to have an announcement from Jeannie Buss saying Rob's in charge. He's the general manager and the president of basketball operations. Because right now it looks like he's picking a coach and then we're going to go hire some president that's just going to end up firing this coach because it's not quote unquote his hire in a year. Like that's, it's, it's completely backwards. So hopefully there's been a bunch of rumors this last week about RC Buford, about the guy from OKC, about Pat Riley, about Bob Myers. I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast today and he's been hearing that Bob Myers might be the next president of basketball operations. Right. So, you know, we, we, we touched on that last week with uh, Scoop that uh, about the possibilities for the president position. Yeah, I mean, at this point in time, I mean, I'm just going to say that the, the main thing that needs to happen for the Lakers moving forward is a, is a culture change. You know, I mean, all this, all the stuff you guys are describing all boils down to a culture change needing to happen and happen quickly with the Lakers. So whether it be, you know, we go out and we hire this new head coach and he comes in and does what he needs to do and coaches LeBron and we know we get, you know, all these free agents and we get no free agents. Ultimately for any of these things to happen, again, the major catalyst behind all this is going to be hiring a decent and a well-known president someone that can come in and literally change the culture of the Lakers or you just let Rob Polinka do it. And then if the Lakers fail again this season, you point your fingers completely at Jeannie Buss. But that's something we talked about last week, you know, and now people are exactly. coming out about this and like, Oh, what about Jeannie Buss? What about Jeannie Buss? Da, 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 da. Again, this is stuff that we just talk about. These, these are just hypothetical. What ifs and should have, would have, could have, but if I'm looking at the situation from the inside or the outside end, depending on how you want to look at it, because I look at it from both angles, I mean, it's somebody's fucking up. Oh, no doubt. I mean, it, it's got to be Jeannie at this point. Like, if, if, if we get no free agents this summer because she decided to stick with Rob, everyone's got to point the finger at Jeannie. This is her mistake. She didn't want to give Magic the power to do what he wanted to do, so he stepped down. You know, at, at the time, we all dogged Magic, called him a quitter. He quits at everything. But maybe they weren't letting him do his job. Maybe she said, no, you can't fire Luke. No, you can't fire Rob. And he's like, well, then what am I doing here? Do it yourself. That's exactly how I felt about the situation. That's why I didn't call him a quitter or wasn't down on him, because I think there was so much behind the scenes that nobody knew about. Because I think Magic, he, he might be the only one that really had the best interest and going forward with the Lakers, right? On the best and the smartest interest on what we should do. Um, I was telling Roger last week, I had read a report 
about uh, Jerry West and how he's completely out of the picture on becoming the GM because, or the president of basketball operations or anything with the Lakers because um, while he was here and Phil was coaching, he told Jeannie Buss that he didn't think that it was a good idea for them to be dating, that that's not good for business. And him and Phil ended up getting into it. And then, of course, you know, Jeannie would be in with Phil. She backed Phil. So that was he, that left a sour taste in his mouth. Um, and that's why he hasn't, he hasn't done anything to reach out or to come back. So he, he refuted all, um, all claims that he was willing to come back and help out the Lakers this past offseason. He said that. He never said that. You know, people were just saying that. Um, but that was the reason why he didn't want to come back is because he saw his bad blow with Jeannie. So that sucks. Like, And then I read another report with Pat Riley and how he said that he talked to people that are in the Lakers organization and they were like, it's just so messed up, you wouldn't even want to come back. And he said the same thing. I wouldn't even want to touch what's going on over there. So there's a lot going on behind the scenes that is not being put out, um, you know, and – I mean, it always goes back to what do we have to do? What's in the best interest of the Lakers organization? If the Bucks family can no longer run this and the ship is sinking, you have to look at different options. You have to. You've got to bring somebody else in that's going to completely change the tempo, the tone, and take this in the right direction rather than the direction that it's been going in. I mean, everything that I'm saying about Polinka being the problem, I mean, there's even reports on it you know, on LeBron wire, you know, USA Today, where they're talking about Bob Myers, you know, coming, you know, possibly, you know, interviewing with, you know, Jeannie Buss, and he kind of shrugs it off and laughs, ha, 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 so on and so forth. And they go, they go into greater detail about, you know, how Bob Myers and even Pat Riley are hesitant to come to the Lakers because of Palenka. You know, so, I mean, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're, something has to change. And, I mean, Magic is trying to force that change. And if that change hasn't happened as of yet, I'm kind of reluctant to believe that it will happen soon enough to make any positive change for the Laker organization, to be honest. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I hate to stump everybody, but, you know. (laughs) Speaking of change, we're about to bring our very exclusive guest onto our podcast. You know, you guys see him on Twitter. It's uh, Mr. Untouchable. You, you can get him on Twitter at I Got Sources. Yeah. Mr. Untouchable, are you, are you there? Are you there? Mr. Untouchable. I got, I got mad questions for you. Yeah. Is, is Kawhi coming? Mr. Hello? Oh, fucking crickets. Oh, you're a fraud. He's, you're a fraud. No, no, he's doing his exclusive, exclusive interview with KD right now. No, he had another podcast to do. That's what, it, that's what, it was, that's what his excuse was. Oh, so all that stuff that that Matthew talked about. Hey, if you want to interview, hit me up. But then you don't show up. Your 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 radio silence for the last four days. So we were. I got sources to some of the people in the Twitterverse too. But let me just be honest and clear, guys. Maybe, no, we're not. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe everyone's right. Maybe he really is just a sixteen-year-old that lives in his mom's basement. No, he said he was traveling, Jay. Yes, traveling up and down the stairs. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, tro- he doesn't know how to dribble the basketball. Trolls have an guys. active life. He could have been traveling up and down the stairs to hide to go to bed. Um, 
Phil's, he didn't do his homework. Phil's only have one life. He didn't do his uh, homework, yeah, oh, and his mom took his phone oh, away. Mom, mom took his phone away. Damn it. <laughs> no, no. He's, he's hey. on spring break, guys. No? He's on spring break. Spring, oh, spring break. No excuse. Maybe he got a bad grade on his report card, and he can't go on. And his mom said, no going on any more podcasts. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. He yelled at his mom. Look. said, I hate you, bitch. Maybe he's got a prepaid <laughs> phone, and his mom wouldn't put any minutes on it because he's an asshole. <laughs> Mr. Un- <laughs> Mr. Untouchable. That's a good one, actually. That's probably what happened. He's got that Mr. cricket. Mr. Untouchable. He's got that cricket, bro. He's like his service right he's now. Got, he's, got, he's, he's got that Walmart service. God damn it, Bobby. What type of retard burns toast? <laughs> no fucking minutes for you. I told you. Yeah, if you listen to this, Mr. Untouchable, and you want to prove everybody wrong, you still have you still have my DM. Hit me up, and we'll get you on for real. But until then, it's nonstop shit talk. Yeah. yeah. Don't be sliding in our DM with false reports. Yeah, about Kawhi's <laughs> Kawhi Kawhi coming. Jerry West is the next GM president. Bullshit. I call bullshit on everything you how say. Can Jerry West, and, 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 how can Jerry West come? So does the rest of the Twitter followers. How is Jerry West coming when he still hasn't hashed it out with Jeannie Buss? Explain that the fuck to me. Explain that the and fuck to how me. How is Kawhi coming? How is Kawhi coming when he never said that he wanted to come to Lakers? He wants to go to the Clippers. Hey, because he's got sources, bro. Maybe we're just stupid. Yeah. Maybe we're just stupid. Because the stuff we talk about, I mean, it's funny that after we talk about it, or maybe even sometimes, maybe we talk about stuff that hasn't been nationally super reported. And then after we talk about it, maybe then it becomes nationally super reported. Because we ain't nobody. It's weird. You know, we ain't nobody. It's, weird. it's just shit that we just think about, that we talk about, and we put it out there. And it's not like we talk to like, anybody about it. This is just shit we think about as grown-ass adults. Wait a minute. My mom tells Literally? me I'm somebody every day. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, yeah. your mom's my mom, and she tells me the same thing, so I don't know if that makes you special. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Our, like, basically, our ideas repeated on the radio shows around L.A. over the past three weeks since we started up the podcast. Because I got it from I Got so- Sources. Yep. Maybe maybe he's giving them our information. I don't know. That that's that's it, guys. Really, really, I, I got it off from him. I'll take it. Just keep making us popular. I got sources. Please yeah. retweet hey. us. Hey, shout us out. You're looking out. I got sources. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> I'm gonna hire some 16 year old kid to actually like go deep into this guy's background and see if we can find out. That's what we're gonna do next week. We're gonna actually go deep into this guy's background and see how many how many accounts. He's fucking had and you know done and jealous. I got nothing but time. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's not. I mean, what's it gonna cost? It's fucking twenty bucks. Pay some little kid to go through that no. shit. Whatever. I'll fuck it. I'll do it myself. I'll do a deep dive. I got nothing to do on Sunday, but look <laughs> at every single tweet that you sent over the last however many years, and we we will get to the bottom of who you really are. That that's what. All of our listeners, stay tuned for next week when we expose Mr. Untouchable. He will be touched. Whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Guys, well, uh, this wraps up another edition of Lakers Unfiltered. Until next time, stay ugly. We appreciate you for listening. I got sauces. You're a bitch. Or sources, whatever your name is. (laughs) Make sure you guys all subscribe to the podcast. Wherever you get your podcast from, find us, subscribe. Wait till next week when we find out who Mr. Untouchable really is. Subscribe to our Twitter. Uh, follow us on Instagram or Lakers Unfiltered everywhere. I'll up in your mouth. I follow got sources. It. Yes, you do. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll see you guys next week. Later. Later.
I got sources. You're a bitch. <laughs>